and welcome back to Hubba Hubba Zing Zing, a podcast where a young-ish married couple rewatches the Golden Girls and discusses each episode. Come along for the ride. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Ben. Let's get ready to blow it out our tubin' blurbles. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, Hubba Hubba Zing Zing. It is episode number five today. The title is The Triangle. The air date is October 19th, 1985. And that episode summary is... Dorothy is dating Dr. Elliot Clayton. Dr. Clayton makes a pass at Blanche. Okay, so funny thing is when I was typing up the episode summary in our script because I mainly type up everything and um, Ben takes notes on a notepad, but Mm -hmm. besides the point, I was typing in Dorothy is dating Dr. Elliot Clayton and for some reason it didn't want to take the way I typed Dr. Elliot in there. I put a weird space or something and it wanted to autocorrect it to derelict. And I just think that's really fitting for Dr. Elliot. And it yes. cracked me up a bit. Yeah. And when I told Ben, Ben was like, you have to mention that. So that's why it's mentioned. If you get a chuckle, you have the same sense of humor as Ben and I. Okay. Oh, yes. So trivia about Dr. Elliot Clayton. He is played by Peter Hansen. He's best known for his role as a lawyer on General Hospital as the character Lee Baldwin. He first played the part on General Hospital as Lee Baldwin in 1965 1965 and played the character on and off until 2004. He's had several soap opera roles as well as small roles in well-known shows. He started his acting career in 1951. He he was a U.S. Marine Corps vet and um, was even an aviator in World War II. So I think that's pretty neat. He was also in the show Gomer Pyle, which reminds me of growing up with my mom. She loved Gomer Pyle. He's a Magnum P.I. He was in an episode of Night Court, Matlock. Um, He's a cool dude. Original show, The Goldbergs, way back when. He's in some other big movies. Um, So he's played a lot of roles. And I mean, that's a long career. So he retired from acting basically in 2004. But he started in 1951. So that's a long, long time. All right, let's get into this episode walkthrough the opening scene Sophia is seen running down the hall to leave the house Dorothy quickly exits the the kitchen to question her Sophia wants to go over to Mildred's to watch and I quote the dirty movie channel because she has a widescreen tv because it's really important to watch dirty movies (laughs) widescreen you you gotta see everything every inch (laughs) Gross. Gross. I didn't mean it like that, but it really, it's a different. (laughs) So Dorothy tells her, you know, you're not allowed to leave. Dr. Clayton is coming. And Sophia's like, who the heck is that? Dr. Silvano's my doctor. And we find out Dr. Silvano died. And so now Dr. Clayton is the new doctor. Sophia has some symptoms that are worrying Dorothy. And Rose comes in from the kitchen with homemade chicken soup for Sophia to make her feel better. Blanche then comes in the house, so she was out shopping with, like, a bunch of bags of clothes, and Dorothy starts talking about how Dr. Clayton is one of the few doctors still making house calls, and Blanche goes to put her clothes away and wants the girls to see her haul, you know. I, I, I did this. I used to do this with my mom. we go shopping, and we go, we come home, and I'd be like, look at my outfits, Dad, and my dad, bless his heart, just was like, all right, <laughs> He did not care. <laughs> when you just rolled out the cat pop. Yeah. But um, so 
Blanche wants to do that, right, and get her attention and her compliments for her new clothes. So she hustles off to her room to put things away and put on her new clothes for the girls. And Dr. Clayton rings the doorbell. And right before this, Rose and Sophia are sitting on the couch with Dorothy. And Rose reminisces about her vet slash doctor who used to see her family. Up until he neutered a pair of boys. Or tried to. <laughs> tried to neuter them because he got confused. I don't know. This, I don't know how you can I don't know, that. but terrifying. <laughs> Maybe he should have met Stan. Yeah, right? That would have fixed the but, problem in episode four. Yeah. That they talked about. So, anyways, Dorothy answers the doorbell and immediately hints at being attracted to Dr. Clayton. Dorothy starts explaining Sophia's symptoms to him, and Sophia gets annoyed with this as she's an adult and can speak for herself. Dorothy inquires about Dr. Clayton and says, Are you? He says he's new to the city, and Rose says he'll love it here, aka Miami. Dorothy then asks if he has a wife. And he replies, they're no longer together. Dorothy offers to show him around the city. He says he would love to. And then Rose said she would love to as well and tries to tag along. Dorothy stomps on her foot and Rose says, oops, I have to wash my hair every day for the rest of my life because it's very oily. (laughs) This line always gives me a little giggle. Blanche shows up behind them in the hallway bragging about her new dress and says, Oh, girls, is this look going to stop traffic or what? Dr. Clayton turns around to look along with the girls. And now it's time for the first section of Kaylee's Fashion Corner because there's several in this episode. This is her second dress of the episode. The first was a wrap dress with red and white gray stripes with ruched sleeves that are about three-quarter sleeves and kind of the puffy sleeves. I mean, it's the 80s, so you're going to see a lot of puffy sleeves at the top but yeah but not like overly puffy so that's good and i think the first one's pretty cute it's pretty nice but she barely wears it and the second one is definitely more of a i'm going out dress it's really pretty it's green like a kelly green and black floral with a design on the front that's kind of where it's tied into a fabric sash at the side of her waist and it looks really good very flattering for Blanche and it comes to the knees and it's a classy look for Blanche too I I don't think it's over the top when she says stop traffic you'd expect it to be like very sexy but I don't think it's crazy or anything I think it looks really good on her tailored to fit her really well so Blanche comes on to Dr. Clayton during this time and Dorothy pulls her aside And tells her to knock it off. Blanche resists listening to Dorothy. But then decides to let Dorothy have him. Because fair is fair. And she was already going to go out with him. Blanche then leaves to the kitchen. Rose takes time to kind of segue back into. Hello. The main reason you're here is Sophia. How's Sophia? And he says. Well Sophia's temperature is normal. And asks Sophia if she's been taking her medicine. Every day. To which Sophia responds, she takes it every day if she remembers. So he tells her she needs to take take her medicine every day. And Dorothy says she'll make sure that Sophia does. Dorothy thanks Dr. Clayton. And he corrects her and tells her to call him Elliot. He says bye to the ladies and Dorothy. And he winks at Dorothy when they say bye at the door. Dorothy then has one of my favorite lines that I love to quote. 
and she leans herself against the door. These women love to do that. After these dates or something happens, they're like, ah, I'm so overwhelmed. I need to lean on this door. And she says, thank you for being a kind and generous God. And I say that sometimes. <laughs> I just think that's a fun line. That's a good line. So next scene, Dorothy is asking the girls their opinions of her outfit. Blanche disses it with a backhanded compliment of, you've been out with him every night this week. It's fine. Rose offers to help Dorothy find a better outfit after Dorothy says she's tried on everything. The doorbell rings. Blanche is reading a book and gets up to answer and let Elliot in. And that's right, folks. We're at Kaylee's Fashion Corner part deux. Because it's Blanche talking. <laughs> that a trois is later. <laughs> there is a trois. So Blanche is wearing one of my absolute favorite looks that she owns. This dress is, and I wrote in caps, gorgeous. It's hard to describe because it is a different kind of pattern that you don't typically see. And the pattern on it is kind of sporadically placed, the print on it. But it's a dark pink floral with pattern kind of and some different geometric looking shapes almost on it with like a light blue shape I noticed on there. It's got green striped sleeves with purple stripes and gold stripes on these cap-like sleeves too. And it has a little bit of a hint um, of see-throughness as part of the sleeves too. And then the front of the dress has a cinched waist. So the bodice has a cinched waist, but it flows out to the floor and a full length bottom, you know, all the way down. And the back part of the bodice has almost a cape-like flowiness of fabric that juts out from the top of the shoulder. So when she walks, it looks like she's floating. It is a gorgeous illusion. I think, oh my gosh, I just love this dress. Like if I could find, if I could have one dress from the show, it might be this dress. I adore this dress. And as like a curvy girl, I think that dress would be extremely flattering because of exactly how it lays. It's beautiful. And even a non-curvy girl like Miss Rue looks great. So I also put literally words do not do this justice because I can't explain it enough. We'll post a picture of it on Instagram because I love it that much. I've literally posted a picture of this on Reddit. I literally wrote on the Golden Girls subreddit a post about how much I love this dress and I've had to post a picture. So Elliot makes a move on Blanche after she offers to make him a drink. And I mean, in that dress, who could resist? But Blanche is being the typical Southern lady entertaining the company. Nothing about this is a come on. Okay, as a Southern woman, you're just supposed to entertain the company while whoever they're waiting on gets to the door. Be a good hostess. Yes, that's it. That's what she's just trying to be the hostess with the mostest. And so she offers him a drink and he asks for a smooth drink with a little kick to it. I would like to give him a little kick. She offers a slow... I don't know where you want to give him a little kick. <laughs> Wonderful place. She offers a slow gin fizz. He responds, he means her. He comes over to her and puts his hands around her waist. Blanche is offended. And he tells her to relax. She punches him lightly in the arm and tells him not to tell her to relax. She then informs him that he is not a gentleman. You, sir, are no gentleman, which... For her is a, quite an insult. Yeah. She was really telling him how she felt. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, he says he's sorry and says... And she replies, you should be. What about Dorothy? She's my friend. And he says, don't bring Dorothy into this. Rose pops out from the hall from helping Dorothy pick out her outfit. 
And Elliot compliments Rose now on her scent, which she says is fancy albacore tuna from baking. And she thinks it's the pimento that really sets it off. It's tuna. <laughs> How does that smell good? So I, I do not like the smell of tuna at all. No. So Dorothy comes out all excited to go out with Elliot because she's just floating on cloud nine because she's got a doctor, right? And we know how much Dorothy values a doctor because we saw the episode with Kate, episode Episode two. two. So callback already here that I didn't even think about till we're doing this podcast. So Dorothy's so excited. She tells them, hey, can you take my mother to midnight mass if she, if I'm not back by December? I'm like, dang. And I want to point out, they ask Elliot if he's married, and he says no. Every time on a show like The Golden Girls, or we watch another show that somebody says, I'm divorced, or I used to be married, I have to wonder why. Hmm. And so... Him coming on to Blanche... Him coming on to Blanche is telling me... Proves a point. why. Yeah, there's a reason he's divorced, honey. So, Rose says... When Dorothy and Elliot leave, they, you know, they leave out the door. Rose tells Blanche that there's something about Elliot she doesn't trust. Blanche says it's because he's a legend. Rose is like, I don't know. And Blanche says, yes, that's why, because he made a pass at her. Rose says that Blanche needs to tell Dorothy. Blanche says no because of Andrew Bo Johnson. This is also one of my favorite quotes. Mm-hmm. She quotes it. And. Pretty often. So the story about losing Anderbo and her beau, a.k.a. beau in the South, boyfriend. She then asks Rose if Rose understands why she can't tell Dorothy about Elliot hitting on her. Rose says she doesn't even understand who Anderbo Bo is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just cracks me up. And it's funny because Rose says so many silly names she can't even get this. She can't get this name right, even though it is confusing. I've never heard the name Anderbo. Rose says Dorothy needs to find out what kind of a man Elliot is. Rose says, what kind of friend would Blanche be if she lets Elliot ruin Dorothy's life? Which is a good point. Very good point. And she says they could get married. They could have a child. And then corrects herself quickly to say, adopt a child. (laughs) And tells a story. Yes. So tells a story. This is one of my favorite Rose stories ever. The callback in the episode later on with Blanche is just immaculate writing. So good. So Rose says that they could get married, right? And obviously adopt a child. So here's where she's going with this. She tells a story about them being married and members of a country club with an adopted child. The towel lady overhears Mrs. Steinbeck say, Dr. Elliot Clayton has bonged every woman at the country club. Could you let that happen to Dorothy or little Mei Ling? Hasn't she suffered enough? <laughs> I think it's also like not probably the most appropriate that she literally decided they had an adopted Asian child named Mei Ling. Yeah. But it's actually, it's that makes it even funnier, I think. Just come on, Rose. Not appropriate, but it is funny. And bonging. Like, why bonging? I'm so sorry for the noises in the background. Our beagle is being very silly today, if you hear anything. So Blanche says after this that, you know what? I don't want to lose my best friend. And Rose goes, I thought I was your best friend. And Blanche told her, you were until that story. (laughs) 
next scene, you see Blanche waiting up for Dorothy who comes in the door. Blanche is frantic when Dorothy walks in and Dorothy is concerned that Sophia is hurt or something is wrong with her. Blanche reassures her that no, she just needs to talk about Elliot, right? First she says, oh, you're so, you're late out on, you're so late on a school night coming home. And she keeps struggling. She's clearly distraught trying to get her words out. And she keeps saying, Elliot made, Elliot made. To which Dorothy goes, a ship and a bottle? What did Elliot make? Finally, Blanche gets her words out and says a pass at her. Dorothy can't believe it and says, you mean he winked. He's a very big winker. Oh, he's a a winker, all right. (laughs) Replace that vowel. (laughs) So She was right that he is a big one. Yeah. So Blanche says he put his arms around her waist and Dorothy does not believe Blanche again and is really mean. I mean, very cruel in what she says and tells Blanche that she's jealous and that Blanche can never be a real friend to a woman because Blanche is a slut. Blanche is shocked to hear Dorothy say this and keeps repeating what Dorothy is saying. Dorothy's like, don't repeat everything I'm saying. And Dorothy then takes it one step further and says, Blanche, you're a backstabbing, amoral Jezebel. Which, if you know anything about the Bible. That's a really, really harsh comment. So Blanche says to Dorothy, you know, to hell with you and your oversex boyfriend, Dorothy's born knack. And I'm glad little Mei Ling's coming out party is ruined. And glad Elliot is is bonging everyone at the country club. Dorothy asks what the hell Blanche is talking about. And Blanche says to ask the towel lady. Then storms out. (laughs) (laughs) I I love it. I love it. And, And now we're on to the next scene. Blanche, Rose, and Sophia are in the kitchen talking. And it's now Kaylee's Fashion Corner part trois or three. Rose is wearing a cute black floral dress. That's right, folks. I'm talking about Rose's outfit. Because finally, I've seen another outfit where I'm like, all right, I can get behind that. I think it's cute. I think it would be really cute in some combat boots, maybe a chunky belt on the waist. I don't know, but I could definitely accessorize that and make that stylish today. It's a good look. And it's got, you know, the sleeves just to the elbow again. That seems to be a favorite thing. They kind of like to cover up the girl's arms a lot, it seems. And I don't know if that's just 80s fashion or what. The sleeves kind of puff out a little bit at the top. They're older women. They're older women. might not look as... Toned? Toned Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or they're just insecure about it. Or maybe Maybe. they just prefer it. Maybe the set's drafty. I don't know. So, anyways, it looks really cute. I love it. It's one of Rose's cuter outfits. And I could definitely see myself wearing it, accessorizing it, and making it younger, more... Hip. hip to today's fashion but it's definitely a good piece all right back to the story so sophia finds out about elliot cheating on dorothy sophia is actually not surprised because it's dorothy her track record with men sucks so i store so storfia sophia storms out <laughs> she leaves the kitchen storfia is a storm you don't want to cross oh no so sophia leaves the kitchen dorothy comes in and is rude once again to blanche blanche follows dorothy while dorothy is leaving when she hears the doorbell ring rose tells the girls to wait and says she needs to confront she as in dorothy needs to confront elliot about what blanche said happened 
Dorothy refuses, but then asks him anyways when she opens the door, which is... More to humor Rose. Yeah, I think. And just, why not? Just say, you know, he didn't do it. She believes he didn't do it. He denies it. Blanche is angry. And Dorothy insults Blanche's sex life once again about having half the men in Dade County. You have to have everyone else's man. It's pathetic. And I'm saying pathetic like that because that's exactly how B. Arthur said it. It was caustic. It was cold. It was calculated. And it was a biting tone. That's great acting for B. But dang, like you feel it cut through the freaking TV into where you're watching. Like pathetic. If somebody called me pathetic like that, I mean, I'd probably be in shambles on the floor after like a loud curse, cursing rant or something. Mm. <laughs> because... Or you might have to hold me back from a woman calling me pathetic. Mm-hmm. Be, yeah. I, I'm a little spicy. This A little southern spice. She's Cajun. <laughs> it's all the Tabasco in my uh-huh. food. <laughs> that garlic and that onion would just... <sighs> those, those peppers. Um, yeah, but no. So I was like, wow, this is just so frustrating. And I feel like this is a time to point out that She is, like, slut-shaming, sex-shaming her. It is not okay to use someone's sex life against them as an insult like that. That is just, it's not, you're not saying you're concerned about her sex life. You're saying you are a bad person because of how many people you sleep with. Which is not true. Which is not true. It doesn't matter how many people you've slept with. It does not make you a bad person. I'm a firm believer in that. I think that it tells a story, I think that it gives you some information on somebody and there might be a reason why, right? Because people don't just go around willy-nilly. I feel like there's usually... uh, There's always a reason. There's a catalyst that had this change in life happen. But, or like, and it doesn't have to be a good one, a bad one, whatever. I have no idea. It could be an awakening. I have no idea. But my point is, I don't think this is okay at all. It infuriates me as a woman... And just going, there's just no need to do that. There's just no need to call a woman out and insult her about her choices. And she's being safe about it and that kind of stuff. And that's her business. Mm -hmm. And Blanche now kicks Dorothy out because of her disrespect, which I'm not, that's, I'm not arguing that choice because how would you want that person living under your roof? And she, Blanche points out that. Dorothy believes a stranger. They've been going out for like a week, maybe two at this point. So again, she and tried believes to marry a, guy a after yeah. A week. Blanche tried to marry a guy after yeah. a week, but she, as in Dorothy, is still believing a stranger over who's supposed to be your best friend. That's wild. I would never believe a man over my best friend, um, that I just met. I'm not talking about like my husband obviously i trust my husband over everybody because he's my husband and otherwise i'm silly to have married him but would i say and i i mean if my mom said something versus my husband now we'd have to put the dukes up because i don't know who i'd trust more <laughs> but i Usually mean we're yeah, enough, so. <laughs> yeah you're both very honest people but my we point are. is that i think it would be very i'd be very hard pressed to not think that my best friend's we're telling the truth over a random guy that I just started seeing. So that yeah. tells a lot about Dorothy's character and how much, and she, Dorothy will explain a little a, later in the episode why, but 
Rose is now torn and she tries to play peacemaker. You see her kind of looking back and forth between the two like, what do I do? Next scene, Rose is up in the kitchen eating Oreos with milk. Sophia comes in and makes a snarky comment about why she's up because, you know, Rose has to ask, like, why are you up? And Sophia admits that she's upset about Dorothy and Blanche. Sophia now tells a big picture it Sicily story. And I believe this is one of her first, if not her very first. Um, and I, I think it's a fun story. Um, and it's about women fighting over a man and a pizza recipe. And you find out that the women are Sophia and Mama Celeste, which is a big pizza brand, um, back in the eighties, clearly. I don't, I have not had it ever. I haven't either. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious too, because they say it's good, obviously enough to be in their freezer with you when you've got Sophia cooking in the house. So Rose, um, then asks what that story has to do with Dorothy and Blanche at the end. And Sophia says, nothing, stay out of it. Cause I already told you stay out of it. Rose says, no, I have to do something. And Rose walks out. Sophia then walks over and flips off the freezer and yells in Italian, Abendaza, something like that, and flips off the freezer. And I just think that's really funny. That's, you know, just a little comic relief to this heavy storyline happening. And I always think of Abendaza from, like, Princess and the Frog. Prince Naveen says that. Don't worry, guys. I'm here to throw in random Disney Disney movie things, too. Hey, and technically, this is Disney. Okay, they had the Golden Girls house on the Backlot Studio Tour at Disney World for a long time. Okay, and it's it's ABC. Okay, it's all Disney. Okay, anyways, so we don't need to talk about the Monopoly right now. But Rose is determined to come up with something. So Dorothy asked to borrow Rose's glove because now we're at the next scene to go golfing. Rose refuses and says, putt with bare hands. And then relents when Elliot shows up at the door shortly after. Um, And Rose says, okay, my gloves are in my bottom drawer under my clarinet. And the audience all laughs like that's really funny. And I don't know what's funny about that. I feel like that's a catch-all drawer where you're just like, where do I put this? So it's just out of the way. Except for the clarinet. But I feel like a clarinet could be a catch-all. I don't know. So (laughs) my mom had a clarinet. She played clarinet and she had a small case. It could be in a case. Who knows? So Dorothy... And gets the gloves from Rose's room. And during this time, Rose is trying to get some information out of Clayton. Out of Clayton. Out of Elliot Clayton. Mm-hmm. Dr. Clayton. And Rose tries to lean seductively against the door. She starts coming on to Elliot. And then starts doing a weird move with her hip. And he asks if something is wrong with her leg. And she says, nothing you can't fix. Mr. Dr. Man. Dr. Man. <laughs> Dr. Man. And she says... I may look square and it take a while to warm up, but that she can turn your topsoil till the cows cows come come home. home. And then he's like, and obviously not interested. And then she sweetens the deal with, do you want to see pictures of me in my tennis skirt? Which this is all very crude for Rose, right? Rose would never say these things. So I think it's pretty funny. He says, you're not my type. And she says, but Blanche was, and then he combats with, that didn't happen. Rose refutes this and says, yes, it did. Blanche told me all about it. He then admits that he said sorry and nothing happened. And Dorothy overhears this and says, you lied to me. So nothing came of it, right? 
And Dorothy is in coming back from the hall, getting the gloves from Rose's room. And he says, it's no big deal. And she says, it's a very big deal. And I probably lost one of my very best friends. Okay, let's go ahead and point out, though, that if she had lost Blanche, this is completely Dorothy's fault. Okay, you are choosing this. You chose him over your friend. And if you lost your friend over picking this strange man, that's on you. That's your problem. I mean, I guess I really can't say completely her fault, but I would say 99%. Because you don't know this man from Adam and you still chose him over your friend. Who you live with. So, I think that's just ridiculous. So, he takes us to me and they're not going to play golf today. And she says, we're not playing anything anymore. And he says, well, I'll call you when you cool down. And she says, don't bother. He's shown out by Rose and Rose apologizes to Dorothy for I I guess just having to dupe him you know and for Clayton being Elliot Clayton being a crappy guy she says that she's the one who should be sorry and that she's been a complete idiot through the whole thing Rose agrees and Dorothy glares around the corner at Rose scaring her Dorothy goes to Blanche's room to talk and Dorothy says that Elliot told her the truth about what happened Dorothy says she's sorry for not believing and she thinks that she didn't believe Blanche because she didn't want to. She just wanted to have a nice guy and a doctor and a catch, right? I'm guessing. And Blanche says, well, a lot of people don't believe her because she's so pretty. Even George didn't believe her on their wedding night that she was a virgin, even though she wasn't, right? And, you know, they get a little chuckle out of that. Dorothy apologizes again to Blanche and ask for forgiveness. Blanche says that she has to think about it. Then quickly says, okay, I forgive you. And they hug. Rose comes in the room and they all hug and are happy. And Rose says, it takes a big woman to forgive someone calling her a slut. It does. <laughs> Which they kind of chuckle, but Dorothy looks a little bit concerned. Like, yeah, but uh, that's, it, it does. does. Yeah, there's not many people out there that would find it easy to forgive somebody calling them a name like a slut. So they all laugh it off and Sophia comes in the room with what she calls a pizza challenge. So they've got two different types of pizza to taste, type A and type B. They taste them and they say they like A better. Definitely so good. And they're emphatic about how much better type A is. Sophia then yells at them, you can't pick men and you can't pick pizza. And that's the end of the episode. So that's what happened. Um, obviously they end up being good friends again. We like it. Dorothy's Choice in Men, Ben made a good observation that Dorothy seems to be attracted to who? Men like Elliot and Stanley. Yes. So cheaters, guys that are not, they seem to be decent and they're really bad people. They run game. Run game. As as the kids say, they run game. They run game. (laughs) Yeah. So now guys... It is our first cheesecake chat time. Yay! I baked we have the cheesecake right here. Some mini cheesecakes. We're gonna post a picture of and them so good. up on our Instagram. And um, this recipe is from my old roommate, but I had to look it back up online. And but she's where I got the original idea from, and I baked it a couple times. Ben and I have been like sampling these, but not fully dressed up. So we made them, and then we put a little tart cherries on top and some chocolate syrup. So 
We're super excited and we're going to eat them and tell you what we think with this. It, they're in like cupcake container. What, a cupcake tens? I don't know what cupcake. you call them. Ooh, I made a mess. All mm-hmm. my cherries just fell off trying yeah. to unwrap my cheesecake, but that's okay. We decided to edit out us eating. Uh, the cheesecakes were a big hit. I just don't want y'all to have to hear us smacking because it was driving me up the wall. And literally my fork was just scraping the plate and you hear dogs licking and Ben smacking. It's just, it wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. So it was we delicious did- though. <laughs> it was delicious and it was messy. It was good. We'll post the recipe. We'll post a picture on our Instagram. You know, DM us, um, comment, whatever, um, with your favorite cheesecake recipes. We would love to try new ones. We're going to try to do this like every week or a recipe from the episode. So we're, we got, I got a Golden Girls cookbook for Christmas. So we might use one of those. Who knows? But it was really good. Delicious. Um, thanks to my old, old roommate back from Texas State that gave me this, um, idea. And, um, yeah, I think it was, I think it paid off. I think it was a really good starter cheesecake. Kaylee described it as decadent, which you won't get to hear. But she described it as decadent. Well, you're getting to hear it now because Ben just said it. That is exactly how I would describe it. It It, was decadent. It was luxurious. There you go. You can hear her say it. (laughs) But it was really good. Um, Yeah. And I think we got so excited for our cheesecake chats. We just kind of rushed the way we talked about the ending of the episode. I just want to say this is one of our favorite episodes. We love this episode we watch it just for fun. I I love it. I adore it. And I think that it's really good. I think it was very well written. It was succinct and they resolved their problems quickly and they did a great job getting to the climax and, you know, the turning point and it, it was stressful because you don't like the girls fighting with each other, but I mean, how many episodes do the girls have little tiffs or arguments? Yeah. Pretty pretty often, but not this big to where one gets kicked out no and then so often rose is portrayed as ditzy and naive and kind of uh, not necessarily dumb but she doesn't come off as as intelligent as the rest of the girls but she saved the day but she in my notes i wrote she outwits elliot yeah because the way elliot is going about the conversation is as if this is a game yeah, and she's and that's a doctor right there. She's like, yeah. yeah. And she completely outsmarts him and catches him. Yep. And kudos, because that needed to be done. I don't think Sophia was right to say stay out of it, because it was just going to... It was going to get worse. It, well, it was they were gonna going to separate. Repeat. It was going to fracture the relationship. It was never going to get better at that point. Well, Dorothy constantly picking men like Elliot and Stan, it's repeating the cycle. Yeah, she needs to break that toxicity out of her life. And needs to vet the men she dates much better. Um, and, yeah. So, I'm glad that it all resolved. And the good friends and there's forgiveness. And one really big important thing in a good friendship is forgiveness. And being able to have each other's back no matter what. But at the same time, have your boundaries. And say that's not appropriate. And I think all of that was modeled very well in this episode. So, we love this one. And we are excited to talk about episode number six with you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you've got cheesecake recipes or you have something Please like a meal from the show that you're really interested in, send it in. Maybe we'll give that a try. Um, we're, I love to cook and um, Ben likes to watch and eat. Yes. And he likes to cook as a sous chef. 
Um, I'm not sure if he'd be, like, in the major part of it, but he would definitely be willing to participate and eat whatever happens. Yes. <laughs> Even if it turns out horribly wrong, he'll still eat it and say, good job. <laughs> So, good try. I'll probably be happy. Yes. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Like us. Follow us. Subscribe. Etc. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.